This is The Jerry Callahan Show. He's doing it again. Yes, he is. Uh, the great Ron DeSantis is apparently sending another plane load or two of uh, illegal aliens to a uh, bucolic beach resort. And uh, and the uh, Democrats are going to lose their minds. We'll give you the details. We've got the flight tracker on this one. It ain't going to Martha's Vineyard, but it's this one is going to be even better. I don't know. I'm getting my hopes up. This is going to be awesome. Uh, a uh, sheriff in Texas says he's going to pursue criminal charges against DeSantis for taking people off the streets of El Paso and sending them to Martha's Vineyard. He doesn't know what law that breaks. He hasn't come up with that yet, but he's not happy that Ron DeSantis exploited these poor folks. We'll tell you about that. Joe Biden got... Uh, seated back in the uh, in the cheap seats for the royal funeral uh, and Donald Trump had a great response to that Biden showed up late anyway you show up late you can't uh, you can't complain about your seat but it was kind of embarrassing to see who he was sitting among back there um, a teacher in Canada you may have seen this one already a uh, a trans teacher a guy dressing up as a woman with massive fake boobs and protruding nipples is uh, being defended by the school board up in Canada. We have lost our minds. Although I, I do have a theory about this guy. I do have a theory and uh, we'll show you the pictures and tell you more about that story. The uh, Buffalo bills, you know, let's just, let's just get to the playoff. Let's get to the Super Bowl. The Buffalo bills look so freaking good right now. It's hard to imagine anyone derailing them. I have a feeling uh, in about two weeks, we're going to admit that the Patriots have no chance of, of getting to the playoffs because the, the Bills are rolling. They get to play them twice, and the uh, Dolphins look pretty damn good, too. We can get into that and a lot more. Today's Callahan Show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Let me ask you something. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? I think that'd be pretty creepy. Well, what if I told you that's exactly what happens every time you go online? Your internet provider like AT&T or Verizon is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and they can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. Now, many of you might be wondering, well, if I'm routing all my data through a VPN, then doesn't that mean the VPN can see what I'm doing and log my data instead? And you're right to think that. Many VPNs claim to have a no-logs policy, but have been caught logging customer activity. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trust server technology. Stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Visit expressvpn.com slash Callahan right now and find out how you can get three months free. All right, I said when the um, plane loads touched down, when the two plane loads of illegal aliens touched down in Martha's Vineyard, I said that uh, it was a brilliant move by Ron DeSantis. We can all agree he uh, shined the light on the issue of uh, the issue at our southern border. He made it clear. He made it. He, he, he put it on the front page. He put it at the top of the news. Everyone had to talk about it. People who didn't really know that 800 illegal aliens have died trying to cross the southern border this year. People who didn't realize 50,000 illegal aliens have been dumped in Del Rio, Texas, a town of 30,000 or something like that. 
people didn't grasp the magnitude of the problem created by Joe Biden were suddenly paying attention. That was the goal. Ron DeSantis accomplished that goal, and he did it in just dramatic fashion. He exposed the frauds on Martha's Vineyard and the larger problem of people saying, yeah, we're a sanctuary city. We 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 welcome everybody. Send us your, uh, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free until he actually did it until they actually had to deal with the problem up close. As we know, the, uh, the illegal aliens who enriched the Islanders on Martha's Vineyard uh, were booted off, the, were, were, were escorted off the island in 44 hours by the National Guard. They're now living on a military base. I'm sure they got it pretty well. Three squares a day. They got lawyers. They got therapists. These are people who were living on the streets of El Paso who were homeless and suddenly these phonies on Martha's Vineyard were, uh, were, were buying them boxes of uh, fruity pebbles and giving them their old used underwear. That, again, lasted only two days, but they were better off for it. They're still better off for it, living on the, uh, the military base on Cape Cod. Uh, this didn't stop everybody, everybody on the left, the media, the Democrats, from uh, calling DeSantis a human trafficker, saying how cruel and inhumane this was. Of course, if you see the video, you realize there's nothing cruel or inhumane about it. And they knew exactly where they were going. They had maps from uh, Martha's Vineyard. They had brochures that came right from the Massachusetts websites uh, explaining that uh, what they were, where they were going. They signed, they signed consent forms. DeSantis did nothing wrong, did nothing illegal. And uh, before we get to the sheriff, who's going to make up some law that uh, allegedly DeSantis uh, violated, uh, we got to get to this latest news, breaking news. I think this uh, broke last night. A guy named Judd Ligham, a guy with a half a million Twitter followers who who, uh, is a pretty prominent journalist. He he tweeted out a little uh, flight tracker. Do we have this uh, ironhead? There it is. And he said, one of the planes used in DeSantis's Martha's Vineyard stunt is currently scheduled to travel tomorrow. That would be today, Tuesday, September 20th, uh, from San Antonio to Florida to a small airport near Biden's house in Delaware. Now, Biden has multiple houses, but the one he used often when he's taken his five-day weekends is in Rehoboth Beach, uh, Delaware. Now that not quite Martha's Vineyard. I'm sure there are a few there. Obviously it's a Democrat stronghold, but it's not the ultimate in uh, it's not like the world headquarters for de- Democrat hypocrisy, the way Martha's Vineyard is. But if this plays out the way I'm hoping this is going to be glorious, they're going to be dumped off. Obviously the secret service won't let them near the house, but they'll be wandering around uh, Biden's neighborhood. And uh, I think some media outlets will cover it. God knows Fox News, Fox News will cover it. Uh, I assume the New York Post, Daily Mail, these suspects, I'm sure NBC will ignore it. Or if they do talk about it, they'll say DeSantis dumped his trash in Rehoboth Beach, which is what they said in a tweet over the weekend. They said DeSantis uh, dumping people in Martha's Vineyard was like him. It was like somebody driving around town and dumping their trash in front of other people's houses. He deleted the tweet, of course, but... Uh, it was too late. It was screenshotted and everyone got to see what the people of NBC think of illegal aliens. Oh, I'm sorry. Think of undocumented immigrants. They think they're trash. 
Well, DeSantis is uh, apparently um, planning to do this again, and which is what he has to do. This can't be a one-time thing. He has to keep doing it. It is legal. He has the money. He has $12 million in the budget to uh, relocate illegal aliens who are dumped in his state uh, without any warning, without any consent. He just, uh, the, the Biden regime dumps them all over the country, plane loads of them in the dead of the night often. The media doesn't notice that they look the other way because it's uh, they're they're all in on Biden's lawless policy at the southern border. But this could be just this this could be better than Martha's Vineyard because uh, that that is that, that is Joe Biden's home. That is uh, his where he spends most of his time hiding out behind this new wall paid for by the taxpayers. And if they just start hanging out on the sidewalk or on the beach, you know, the beach where he, maybe they'll all can, they can all convene at that spot where Biden fell off his bike, which is marked by the way, people have marked, it's become a tourist spot. People go and take selfies at the spot where uh, Biden fell off his bike. But this could be even better because for, for a couple of reasons, one, you could do much more than 50, 50 it was, was, Beautiful because it pointed out how what, what frauds the Martha's Vineyard people are. They couldn't handle 50 when Del Rio, Texas, a working class poor town along the border, was inundated with 50,000 this year. Uh, like like hundreds and hundreds a day they have to deal with people walking on the, through their property, through their ranches, people just hanging out in their, their downtown area, people uh, begging for food and shelter and clothing and all that. Uh, those, those people, I mean, the, the invasion continues for them. It's over for Martha's Vineyard, unless DeSantis continues to sell plane loads uh, up there. But I don't know if this is proof. I hope so. I hope today we find out there's a couple of hundred migrants dumped off in Rehoboth beach. And I hope uh, the same, the usual suspects continue to lose their minds and cry and whine about the stunt. Is it a stunt? Of course it's a stunt, but it's a brilliant stunt. It's a designed to draw attention to this issue, uh, especially at this time, you know, 50 days before the midterms. Uh, I, I hope he does it every day. I hope Greg Abbott does it. Doug Ducey does it. I hope they just continue to do it because there really is no even against it. Um, we have a story here about um, I, I could find about the migrants in uh, in El Paso. Uh, here it is. This is in the uh, Daily Wire. Senior Florida officials said Monday that the 50 illegal immigrants that were flown to Martha's Vineyard were effectively quote wandering wandering homeless along the border before before they were flown to sanctuary destination. The news comes. After DeSantis had two planes, two planes land off his vineyard as part of the state's relocation program. Um, speaking to reporters on background, they'll be off the record. Senior Florida officials said illegal immigrants were wandering along the border and they were offered a better life. So the groups in Texas that we've identified the majority, if not all of the individuals that originated in Texas and ended up on the flights to Martha's Vineyard were indeed homeless, hungry sleeping outside in parking lots. Many have been in a shelter at some point previously and had been kicked out and had no place to go and were essentially wandering homeless. During the flights, individuals were given bags with snacks, with water and other provisions and information taken from the Massachusetts website 
that talks about benefits that are available in a sanctuary state. These were homeless people that were in a rough situation and undoubtedly had their circumstances improved. In fact, several have already communicated their thanks for the opportunity to go to the sanctuary state. Um, that kind of blows up the whole argument that they've been exploited and used and dumped off like trash. Does it not? Hell, you can look at the video. El Paso is just overrun with homeless illegal aliens, Venezuelans living on the street. They got, you know, tents. They're, they're sleeping on sidewalks. Those people were at least for two nights in the basement of a church in Episcop- St. Andrew's Episcopalian church in Edgartown. Those people are now, uh, comfortably living at Joint Base uh, Cape Cod, and they have access to lawyers. These immigration lawyers are going to make sure that they get all the benefits there possible. DeSantis clearly did them a huge favor. But uh, let's get to uh, this guy, Sheriff Javier uh, Salazar. This is the Bexar County Sheriff. He announced an investigation yesterday saying that he was bothered by the flights and were absolutely opening up an investigation. However, Salazar, we'll play the sound, but he admitted he could not name any laws that were broken. This is the ultimate just grandstanding. This guy's a hardcore Democrat, hates, obviously hates DeSantis. I'm sure he hates Greg Abbott too. And he said, um, he was going to uh, come up with some, some, come up with something. He'll think of something. Give him, give him time. He'll think of some charges that he could, uh, uh, he could levy against uh, uh, DeSantis and, and I guess against Abbott. But how can you make that case when you, uh, when, when you uh, know Joe Biden has done the same thing that has flown immigrants all over the country and dumped them off. You're going to make the same case against the, Mayor of El Paso, who's a Democrat, who's sending busloads as we speak to New York. Are you going to make the same case against the Democrat mayor of Yuma, Arizona, who begged Joe Biden to stop dumping immigrants in his town because he's overrun? This is not, as much as I love what uh, DeSantis has done, this is not just, this is not a partisan issue. It's not just Republicans. Democrats along the border are fed up, too. That's why the, the whole area is flipping from... Uh, from blue to red uh, down there. But uh, let's, let's listen to some from this, uh, from this showboat, Sheriff Javier Salazar, uh, um, talk about what he, he claims. He claims that they paid a derg, bird dog fee to recruit the 50 immigrants. So what? I mean, some of them, obviously someone had to recruit them. They didn't just walk on the plane. What is wrong with that? They recruited him. Who wants to go to Martha's Vineyard? Anybody? We need 50. We got two plane loads. What the hell is wrong with that? It's a sanctuary place full of bleeding heart phonies who said they would love to take in some immigrants and take care of them. They were enriched by the, uh, by their visitors. They're, you know, brief, very, very brief visit, but this is so, so wonderful on so many levels. Cause it just calls out the fraud. It just exposes them. The, the hypocrisy of these people, uh, they're still talking about how they were touched and they were enriched and they will never forget those, their, 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 their strange brown visitors from a far off land. And they just could, 
couldn't get them out fast enough. I got an update on these phonies too, but let's, before we get to the, 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 uh, the resources that Martha's Vineyards has to take these people in, before we get to that, let's listen to Javier Salazar, Bexar County Sheriff, claiming he's looking, he's looking for some law that Santos may have violated so he can press charges. Go ahead. We are opening up a case uh, with an investigation with regard to the suspected uh, activities involving the 48 migrants from Venezuela that, as we understand it at this point, the facts of the case at this point, are that on uh, Wednesday, September 14th, uh, here in Bear County in the city of San Antonio, uh, our understanding is that a Venezuelan migrant uh, was paid a, a, what we would call a bird dog fee to recruit approximately 50 migrants from the area around a migrant resource center on San Pedro uh, here in San Antonio. Uh, as we understand it, 48 migrants were uh, lured, I will use the word lured, uh, under false pretenses uh, into, into staying at a hotel for a couple of days. Uh, they were taken by airplane. At a certain point, they were shuttled to an airplane uh, where they were flown to Florida and then eventually flown to Martha's Vineyard. Again, under false pretenses is the, the information that we have, that they were promised work. They were promised the solution to several of their problems. They were taken to uh, Martha's Vineyard from what from what we can gather uh, for nothing for little more Does he know than anything? a photo op, video op, <laughs> and then they were unceremoniously stranded in Martha's Vineyard. Um, stranded in Martha's Vineyard. Does he realize how stupid that sounds? The people who were living on the street were stranded in Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> I mean, and, and they, they ate like kings for two days. They got all kinds of toys and clothes and, and gifts from the people of Martha's Vineyard. And then they went to a, uh, a military facility where I don't know if we've got video yet, but you can, be get, you can be certain that they're being taken really good care of because there's a lot of people. It's still not, it's not Martha's Vineyard, but down the Cape who love, love, love to take care, to show just how much they care about those less fortunate. So they're going to get a bunch hell. They're going to get, I think they're going to get some of the money, not all the money that they raised with that GoFundMe on Martha's Vineyard. The, the person who uh, started that said she's going to make sure the money gets to the migrants. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, they, 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 uh, some media outlets have talked to, oh, they did talk to them and they said, it was uh, that they appreciated what DeSantis did, appreciated that, that they got to uh, uh, Massachusetts and they got to you know, take, they got to enrich the folks from, uh, from Martha's Vineyard. Uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, they started that. Night. All right, I'm going to get to this. If you thought the people of Martha's Vineyard were hypocrites, if you thought they were phonies, just virtue signaling, uh, Check this out. We know they started a GoFundMe, which has since been closed. It was organized by a person named Sarah Goulet on behalf of the Martha's Vineyard Community Foundation. She's a New York communications executive whose clientele, <laughs> this person is perfect, Sarah Goulet. Her clientele seems to consist largely of art galleries and her husband's a journalist at GQ. Mm. She apparently made uh, many campaign donations to Kamala Harris. Uh, the borders are. <laughs> As for the Mass Martha's Vineyard Community Foundation, that was the 
organization that started the GoFundMe, which raised, I think it was like 40 grand. Listen to this. They have sitting on a slush fund of $16 million, this charity on Martha's Vineyard. According to the foundation, they're using that money for efforts to, quote, address the effects of climate change on the island, eradicate racism, and remove the barriers that prevent equal rights for all, and ultimately eliminating eliminating inequality and injustice. This is from their website. The Martha's Vineyard Community Foundation has $16 million. Um, They have thousands of empty rooms, empty beds right now. We know that inns, hotels, Airbnbs, mansions, hell, Obama himself has whatever it is, eight bedrooms empty right now in a massive 30 acre spread that could fit lots of tents. Uh, None of these people even, even suggested these people could stay on the Island. These poor downtrodden Venezuelans, they could have put, they have enough money to take care of these people forever forever. They lasted 44 hours. Uh, This is being reported in the Federalist. Have you seen that anywhere else that the phonies that were crying and waving and singing songs to the, uh, to the migrants as they shuffled them off their Island? Have you seen it anywhere else that they have $16 million for the express purpose of what did I just say it was the express purpose of uh, <laughs> removing the barriers that prevent equal rights for all and eliminating inequality and injustice. How is that not perfect for these people? How could they not rent rooms, rent uh, hotel rooms, inns, Airbnbs? How could they not get some real good bleeding heart liberals from New York who are all done you know, they, 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 they shut the place down, cleaned out their refrigerator and headed back to, to Manhattan. Why can't these folks live in that, those places? I mean, isn't that what good liberals do? They eliminate inequality and injustice. They remove barriers that prevent equal rights for all. <laughs> Instead, they got all the cameras and to show up and they hugged and they cried and they said they were enriched. And then they got them the hell off the island. Oh, this story is just so good. Ron DeSantis, do I have to wait for 2024 to, to for him to be president? Unfortunately. I don't want to. I can't. I can't. He has to run. He has to be the guy. You know, just, Donald Trump, he's, he's, he's good for something. Let me tell you, he's got his role, which is sometimes making us laugh like he did yesterday. But Ron DeSantis is a man of action, you know, lots, lots of guys. I was just watching Lindsey Graham on, on, on TV this morning, talking about whatever, just a, all he does is talk and send letters, sternly worded letters. DeSantis does stuff. He, he, he walks the walk and that's what this is. And I am watching, I am monitoring the situation as we speak to see if those plane loads, which left, uh, which you apparently are going to leave San Antonio, for Florida and then Florida to Rehoboth Beach, a small airport near Joe Biden's summer uh, beachfront mansion. Um, yeah, I just can't wait. I'm just so excited about this. This is like, this is so much fun. This is so brilliant. This is just so, just such great um, political strategy. I can't, uh, I can't uh, say, I, I'm, I can't. <sighs> I appreciate this so much. I'm loving this so much, but they said, we will um, see. yesterday, yesterday I saw that, um, 
Gavin Newsom is likely to be the 2024 nominee when Biden doesn't rerun. Good. Good. I mean, there, there's no good candidate for the left. I mean, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, uh, Liz Warren, uh, Amy Klobuchar, Pete Buttigieg, Gavin Newsom, they're all losers. Uh, DeSantis will eat them alive, I, I hope. I mean, if it's DeSantis, it just it just strips the media of all their their ammo. They if, they, if it's Trump, all they do is talk about January 6th and the Mar-a-Lago raid and, you know, everything from, oh, they, they grab them by the pussy, everything they've, they've ever used against Trump. Uh, they can bring it back up. They'll make up lies about Russia and everything else. I'm not sure what they do with DeSantis. I mean, obviously they say this is cruel. And then what? Someone talks to the, <laughs> to the immigrants and they thank him for, for uh, sending them to, to Martha's Vineyard. What do they, 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 they lie about the don't say gay bill. I mean, they just don't have nearly as much uh, ammo against uh, DeSantis and he's smart and he's more articulate. He's more disciplined than Trump. Uh, and, and this shows that he is, he's just, he's a man of action. By the way, back to Sheriff Javier Salazar. Uh, if you're wondering what his uh, jurisdiction is, you know, he's busy right now trying to find a crime that uh, uh, that uh, DeSantis may have committed. But um, remember that truck we talked about yesterday with 53 immigrants in it who uh, who were baked to death in the back of a locked truck? Uh, that was in Bexar County in June. That's his jurisdiction. So this guy who apparently is all for uh, Biden's policy of open borders uh, couldn't uh, couldn't save the 53 immigrants in the back of a truck who were uh, fried to death in his jurisdiction in June. But he's busy. He's going to find out just what crime uh, DeSantis committed by putting immigrants on a uh, private jet, an air conditioned private jet provided with food and water and, 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 and maps of Massachusetts and all the, uh, the directions they needed to get around. Uh, that's apparently a crime. Uh, but you know, letting people die. This is a, this is a statement from DeSantis. Uh, my, uh, the, the immigrants have been more than willing to leave Bexar County after being abandoned and left to fend from themselves. Uh, Florida gave them an opportunity to see greener pastures in a sanctuary jurisdiction and offered greater resources. Unless the uh, mass national guard abandoned them, they've been provided accommodations, sustenance, clothing, and more options to succeed following the unfair enticement into the United States. Unlike the 53 immigrants who died in a truck found abandoned in Bexar County in June. That is, that is so great for DeSantis to bring that up. But um, you imagine doing a press conference to talk about pursuing criminal charges and you don't have any, you know, criminal charges. You don't have, you don't have any laws that were violated. You're just going to say, we'll think of something. Well, we'll not only that, something. he didn't sound like he had any idea what happened in, to begin with. He's like, uh, to our knowledge, we think, uh, uh, uh. Uh, we're not sure if any crimes were committed, but we think there might have been a bird dog. Well, so what? <laughs> Is that a crime? A bird dog? Somebody says, hey, you know, we got some goodies up in Martha's Vineyard. Let's go. And I, I'm going to guess these people have no regrets. They're, they're, they're eating well. They got lawyers. They got therapists. They got toys and probably therapy dogs. And they're in nice weather on the Cape this time of year. They got out of sweltering 
El Paso or San Antonio and they got to New England, I don't think they're uh, asking for their money back uh, uh, for those flights. But uh, all right, let's get to uh, yesterday, the latest snub of our, uh, and, and I do want, we're going to play some more from uh, Scott Pelley because uh, the Scott Pelley interview from 60 Minutes from Biden because it was remarkably embarrassing. And we talked about it yesterday. We got to the to the meat of it, but there were just some bizarre um, things that uh, Joe Biden said to Scott Pelley. They kind of went under the radar because he's such a, just such a confused, inarticulate old man. But I'm still struggling with some of the things he said to Scott Pelley. But first, let's get to the latest humiliation. Joe Biden and Jill Biden flew to... Um, uh, London for uh, the funeral. I don't know if you heard the queen mom died. Yep. She did. Queen Elizabeth died, uh, cut down in the prime of life at 96. Um, they had the like 73rd funeral, uh, service for her yesterday. Uh, so Biden shows up and then obviously this thing, this thing, it is amazing planning and choreography. I have to hand it to him. It's ridiculous that you get, a uh, you know a funeral last like you know a week and a half, but I think this is the last day right of of the world tour for the Queen Mum yesterday. So the world leaders all converge on London. Uh, all kinds of weird kings and queens and monarchs and prime ministers and czars from everywhere. And Joe Biden and Jill Biden show up late. They don't take the bus, which they wanted all world leaders to take the bus. They took the beast and they had a couple of SUVs. They had a Ranger over and they had like a Suburban and pulled up. And as usual, the Bidens think, you know, everybody kind of waits on them. Well, they didn't wait. They showed up late. They stuck them in the 14th row. Biden was Um, seated behind Polish President Andrzej Duda. Andrzej Duda. And uh, who else? There's there's a whole bunch of. I mean, you get the the. If you wanted to find, you could find the whole seating chart. Uh, Trump has a point. And Trump has a point. He was seven rows behind Justin Trudeau, who we will get to. Uh, he was behind the Emperor and Empress of Japan, who were in the sixth row. He was behind European royals and the King of Jordan. You put him behind Justin Trudeau. I realize that's like a Commonwealth of the of the monarchy or whatever. But so what? I mean, he, that, that that is this is Trump is right. This is a disres- this is a, a very disrespectful thing. And I don't know if they did it because Biden is such a buffoon or because uh, because he was he showed up late or whatever. But you're behind the King of Jordan. You're behind the. You're next to the whatever he is of Switzerland. You're the president of the freaking United States. She sat next to Ignacio, Ignacio something, the president of Switzerland. I don't even know that Switzerland had a president, you know, or king or a prime minister or whatever it is. Uh, behind Andres Duda. Never heard of that. And, and in front of, oh, the good news, they were in front of Peter Fiala, the prime minister of the Czech Republic. Man, this, and he just looks so small when you see that wide shot mm. and he's in the 14th row. That is, that is uh, humbling to be sure. But the, uh, I wanted to mention this Justin Trudeau thing because this got a lot of, a lot of mocking on social media. Justin Trudeau was there obviously for the funeral. And the night before, unlike Biden, he showed up early, showed up a day early. But he was caught in a, in what is it, a piano bar, is that what you call it? A pub. 
mm-hmm. in England, uh, doing a little karaoke. Um, that wouldn't be the that wouldn't be the video right there. But uh, do we have Justin Trudeau singing uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, which uh, <laughs> there he is. He's, and I, I saw somebody killing him on uh, Twitter for wearing a T-shirt, getting drunk, and singing. I loved it at this at this very solemn solemn uh, occasion. Uh, first of all, I hate Justin Trudeau. He's a, a he's a socialist punk, a little rich puke. But what well, I mean, and you could say it's he's a terrible singer or whatever, or, or he's an egomaniac who's looking for attention. But what's wrong with doing this the night before the funeral? Because are we supposed to pretend is someone like Justin Trudeau supposed to pretend that he's grieving because a 96 year old woman from a foreign country passed away. He's supposed to pretend that it's like that, that he's, that he's sad. <laughs> I mean, you're in London, you're supposed to go to a pub. Yeah. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying you should be out singing and drawing attention to yourself, but he's supposed to what dress up, wear black and sit like somberly in his room. I mean, I hate to defend uh, Justin Trudeau, but uh, he did nothing wrong. Can you play the, the 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 video? Can we play? I don't know what we're looking at. Can we play Justin Trudeau in the bar singing? Yep. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, this is Jesse Waters. He'll play some Jesse Waters here because he criticizes him, criticizing for not being, I don't know, solemn enough. Really? Simon Cowell called, and I can't even say what he said. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so what? He's a terrible singer. Most of us are terrible singers. But the idea that a guy, whatever well, it is, forty-something-year-old guy from from Canada, supposed to be sad because some old lady in England died, pretend because she was royalty, just ridiculous. Just I like silly. I like Jesse All Waters, right. but a lot of time he's got a giant stick up his ass. I think I like him too, but yeah, that that, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, who cares? There's plenty of stuff to criticize Justin Trudeau for, plenty, <laughs> including the story we're going to get to. Well, let's get to it now. Let's get to it now. I want you, now let me do, uh, let me do Shay, and then we're going to get to Stephen Hanna. If you don't know who Stephen Hanna is, he's a a shop teacher, an industrial arts teacher in Canada, and uh, <laughs> he's got issues. He's got issues, and and I also want to get to some of the leftovers from Biden with Scott Pelley because I have questions. I have real questions about what the hell he was talking about. Forget the fact that he you know, said we're going to war with Taiwan and the, and, the, and the pandemic's over and everything else they had to walk back. But he had some bizarre things just pop into his, his false, his, his calcified brain. And they would just, and I just need some explanation. But first let me do shade concrete. You know what they can do for you, you know, this summer. You got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New Precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one, Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps 
bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and it's worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment an upgrade in your home with one phone call. Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience in a few hours. You'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, Stephen Hanna, if you haven't got to, if you haven't seen him lately, he's kind of become, he's, he's kind of become uh, a celebrity. He's a teacher up in, uh, in Canada at Oxville Trafalgar High School in Ontario. He's a very strange man. He's a bio- biologically male teacher who has started wearing massive prosthetic breasts with massive protruding nipples. Now, Tucker did this story yesterday. It's kind of been, uh, uh, it's gone viral, this video. Look at this video. This is, this is students, high school students, who are supposed to look at this man and, like, take him seriously, supposed to learn from him. How could you, I mean, you couldn't expect anybody to do that. Imagine being a high school kid where you're, you know, this is where you're kind of the years where you're a wise ass and you're kind of a punk and everybody's trying to, you know, insult every, you know, high school guys who just bust balls all day. They have to look at this lunatic with these fake boobs, which are kind of protruding from his waist at this point. They're sagging down. He's obviously pretending to be, uh, I guess, uh, transgender. Whatever, but the most disturbing part is the school district is standing behind Stephen Hanna. Pictures and video circulation show the shop teacher using a table saw and teaching students while wearing enormous fake bust, complete with prominent nipples. The teacher has been identified as Kayla Lemieux. I'm sorry, that's his new name. His dead name is Stephen Hanna, uh, and he works at the uh, Oaksville High School. Um, the, the Oaksville High um, or the school district, school committee, is standing behind him. Quote, we are aware of discussion on social media and in the media regarding Oaksville Trafalgar High School. We would like to take this opportunity to reiterate to our community that we are committed to establishing and maintaining a safe, caring, inclusive, equitable, and welcoming learning and working environment for all students and staff. Uh, the, the, the email didn't mention Hannah by name, but it appeared, uh, it appeared to defend the teacher's right to wear the bizarre prosthetic as a matter of gender expression. This again, from the uh, email from the school uh, board quote, we strive to promote a positive learning environment in schools consistent with the values uh, of the school district and to ensure a safe and inclusive environment for all students and the community, regardless of race, age, ability, sex, gender identity, gender expression, sexual orientation, ethnicity, religion, cultural observance, socioeconomic circumstance, or body type size. (laughs) Tell me if this is a healthy working environment when you have this weirdo with these massive fake boobs who's not really pretending to be a woman. He's pretending to be a parody of a woman. That's not, if you were trying to train, you know, change your gender and live life as a woman, why would you do this 
this with the with the with the boobs. I mean, he's he's this is like a, a Halloween costume. This is in a guy trying to live his life as a woman. Uh, and does he really think or the school board guy who wrote that really think the kids are learning? How could you not? How could, I mean, look at that kid. We're looking at a picture right now of this freak. And <laughs> look at the nipples, too. What are those things? Are those like basketballs with 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 something like a like a little pacifier like glued onto them how do you how do you make these this isn't a guy this is not a guy who's just again living life as a woman changing my name and i'm going to pretend to be a woman this is a guy mocking women this is a guy who is putting us on i swear to god we're going to find out any day that he was trolling us all this was all just a just a troll job to see how much publicity how how big this could get how global he could go but we've really crossed the line we've really gone to a new place where the school board which is supposed to be dedicated devoted to uh to the kids to you know as she said uh, uh, there's they they said um the, the the creating a healthy environment you know cultivating a healthy learning environment that's the last thing you did when you uh, allowed this teacher to come in in this costume and just mock women, you know, mock the hell you're mocking the whole transgender movement. Uh, if you want to be honest, this is not a guy who, who wants to be taken seriously. This is a guy who wants to live out some bizarre fetish. And part of the fetish is the kids. They're, 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 you know, they're collateral damage here. They're players in his weird fantasy where he can make high school kids. Looks like mostly boys, by the way, because it's a shop class. I remember when I was a kid. Now, now, all the boys, everyone can all do the shop class. When I was a kid, boys took industrial arts, IA, and girls took home ec. Uh, that's how, how long ago that was. But that looks like old school, man. It looks like a bunch of boys learning how to use a saw. And uh, I mean, it's kind of dangerous for this. What are they cutting? To use a saw around the, around those things, those big watermelons. <laughs> but 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 honest to God, I, I hope we find out that Stephen Hanna is trolling us all to make a point, and that that people are now are trying to be so open minded, their brains fall out. Look how close the saw comes to those big balloons. Ooh, wouldn't that be wild? Mm. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. They're just prosthetics. But that person sits like in class and talks to kids and then talks to parents and uh, socializes with other teachers. How does anyone look at that person and keep a straight face? I mean, that person, it's like, you know, what's remember Morgana, the kissing bandit or busty heart, the famous stripper that this, 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 this person is a, a, a parody is what he or she or whatever is just a parody and the idea that the school board, the school committee, some parents, some students are going to defend this. We've lost our freaking minds. There's no doubt in my mind. We maybe this is uh, this. Maybe this is Meat Brick's first sketch on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Meat Brick, if you weren't listening yesterday, Meat Brick is the new non-binary member, cast member of Saturday Night Live. And uh, somebody made me laugh out loud yesterday on Twitter because somebody wrote, oh, for the first time in 50 years, the show's almost 50-year history, um, Saturday Night Live will have a non-binary cast member. And somebody wrote, yeah, it's amazing. That's the first time they've had a 
thing that's not a real thing that just got invented 10 minutes ago. <laughs> there was no such thing as non-binary till like three days ago. So why would they have a non-binary cast member? In fact, they had a non-binary character that was pretty funny in Pat, where you couldn't tell whether Pat was a man or a woman. So they mocked the concept 10 years ago or whatever that was, 15, yeah. 20 years ago. And now we're supposed to say, she, we, they have overcome. We have a non-binary cast member, something that just got invented out of thin air you know, when, a couple of years ago. When Richard Pryor and Chevy Chase were going at it on the show, I think they needed a non-binary character in between them to settle uh, everything uh, down. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think Richard Pryor was on the show, but you, you think of Eddie Murphy, you get the no, no, kind of comedians Ri mixed Ri up. Richard Pryor and Chevy Chase did a sketch when the, uh, Pryor was hosting. Was Guest house. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But, yeah. I mean, it is amazing. And it's just an indication that they're not going to try to be funny. They're going to continue to be political and they're still going to be just so dreadfully unfunny. And, and, and it's going to be sad. It's sad that that was once the home of uh, Belushi and Aykroyd and Bill Murray and Eddie Murphy and, and, and Chris Farley. And now we got uh meat brick, meat brick, who we gave her a chance yesterday. We played her stand up. And I thought it would be, I didn't think it'd be great. I had no idea it would be that bad. I'm Man, confident. I'm confident in Meat Brick. As long as the writing's fine, I think. Really? I think. We're going to find out. You you pick Meat Brick, I'll say she's going to be terrible, and you say she's going to surprise some she people. She could Maybe be. she's an actress. You know what? You could be onto something. Maybe she's an actress who needs, like, to have a script, and she can act it out. Yeah. She her You'd agree her stand-up was friggin' awful. God awful. Right? She's going to be good at doing uh, the loud jump through tables in a yeah. living room scene thing. Yeah. And, and, and they're going to have to say they, everyone's going to say <laughs> they, oh, they jump through the table instead of she or he or whatever. And I, and I guess they'll call her meat brick and we'll all, you know, laugh at her. Anyway, speaking of laughing at people, we got to, I wanted to do this Biden thing because there was so much from the Pelly uh, foot massage on 60 minutes on Sunday, it was so bad. He was so just, uh, it, it, it was uncomfortable. It was, as usual, it was uncomfortable. It was obviously recorded. Obviously, 60 Minutes is a, a friendly, a, a friend to Joe Biden. It was there to help him, to, to, to support him, to prop him up. Scott Pelley talked about Biden being a devout Catholic who says the ro rosary and they went over all the tragedies and in his life and his string of uh, successes, legislative successes. Why don't people love you more was one of the questions, but there were just some bizarre moments. Uh, and, and I'm just talking about things that the white house had to walk back. And which brings up a good question. Who is the white house? Isn't he the White House? The white, if Joe Biden says we're going to war with Taiwan, we're going with China over Taiwan, that's he's the final word. He makes that call. And, and it, it, it begs the question, who is walking back things the president says? Like the chief of staff, his wife, Barack Obama, who's walking back the statement when he says the pandemic is over and they say, well, not so fast. We still want to kick people out of the military or kick people, uh, cops and, and teachers out of the, uh, out of their jobs. Um, but anyway, I, 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 you know, I pride myself in knowing old sayings, old expressions. Um, <laughs> cause I'm, I'm old and I've heard lots of expressions and I'm like Joe Biden. I grew up in a working class Irish Catholic home where we would sit around the kitchen table 
and wonder, you know, which, which Delaware beach house we're going to buy next. Um, but there were a couple ones and I need to play, I, you have to play them and I have to ask, I'm sure you'll have no answers for me, but maybe, maybe someone on the con- comment line will have an answer. Cause I just don't get it. Let's listen to what do we have from, uh, from Pelly here. And I love Pelly with the thoughtful look and holding the glasses in his hand. It's Mr. President. What a friggin' phony. Same time. He's like rubbing his feet. You know, they're tickling his feet. He's such a fraud. This starts off asking about his age and then it kind of just goes off the rails for about 90 seconds. <laughs> Oh, okay, good. That's what I want to hear. Go ahead. You are the oldest president ever. Pretty good shape, huh? Which leads to my next question. You are more aware of this than anyone. Some people ask whether you are fit for the job. And when you hear that, I wonder what you think. Watch me. I mean, honest to God, that's all I think. Watch me. If you think I don't have the energy level or the mental acuity, then, then you know. Okay. We've been watching you for uh, 20 months now. Is he serious? Watch me? Is he that clueless? We have watched him fall off his bike. We have watched him trip up the stairs. We have watched him shake hands with imaginary people. We have watched him wander around the stage and stumble and bumble over the words We've watched him, you know, fall asleep in a in a meeting of world leaders. This is the United exactly. States of America, for God's sake. The United States of America can be summed up in one word. I was in the photos of blah, blah, blah. We've America heard it. We've watched it. That can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him. What do you think we've been doing for a year and a half, Mister President? We've been watching. We've been watching. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. That's what we've been watching. We've been watching you. Does he really think that he's been impressive? He says, pretty good shape. What? Well, that's the part did, I don't get is see, he goes, you're pretty old. And he goes, watch me. I don't get what that even means. Did you see him at the funeral yesterday? He looked like he was a hundred. He looked worse than the queen. He was walking all stiff and wandering and looking around. He looked it's like an old man lost in like Home Depot, just walking around. Where do I go? Where do I go? Watch me. We've been watching. It's frightening. Go ahead. Let's listen to more of that, that coming out of this, this, this addled brain of his. Go ahead. That's one thing. That's another thing. I'm just watching and, you know, keep my schedule. Do what I'm doing. I, I think that. Uh, Stop right there. Keep his schedule. He's been in office for 20 months. He's taken seven and a half months of vacation. Seven and a half months. He takes most Thursday, Fridays, and Mondays off. Keep his schedule. He has day after day sometimes with nothing. And I don't know what they're doing in Delaware. Pump full of something for embalming fluids or something. His schedule? He has the easiest schedule I've ever in my life as it's ever had. Who who has like one event a day? Who doesn't do this? Is his first interview in two hundred and ten days? His schedule is his schedule. I mean, there's bell ringers for the Salvation Army who have a tougher schedule that, that work longer hours than this guy. But okay, go ahead. You know, uh, I don't when I sit down with our NATO allies and keep them together. I don't have them saying, oh, "Wait a minute, well, how, how old are you? What do you what do you say?" You know, I mean. It's a matter of, you know, that old expression, the proof of the puddings in the eating. I mean, I, I, I have you heard, I, have you heard that? God, I, I, uh, 
again, I think I know I'm pretty, uh, pretty well versed in old expressions. Uh, I have never heard the proof of the pudding is in the eating. What the hell? He just, did he just come make that up? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. This is a, this first interview since February. This is, I realized it was going against football, but it was still a big, big deal. Lots of people, millions and millions watching. And the president of the United States says the proof of the pudding is in the eating. <laughs> what the hell? Where did that come from? Does he know? Or did I miss something? Was that used to be an expression? I've never heard that before. But all right, let's keep him going. Let's keep rolling. But is in the eating. I mean, I, I respect the fact that people would say, you know, you're old. And, but I think it relates to how much energy you have and whether or not the job you're doing is one consistent with what any person of any age would be able to do. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look, <laughs> I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself, my own head, the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just not. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Stop. This is the one that I still, I'm struggling with. I have trouble thinking I'm as old as I am than fly. <laughs> This is a question about mental acuity, about, about his mental state. I have trouble thinking I'm old as I am than fly. What does that mean? What, did, what was he trying to say? Fly? Like a fly buzzing around? Like a fly? Like a Jeff I, Goldblum fly? I think or I got an idea. Like I think because flies live for 24 hours, so he probably thinks he's as young as a fly. I, that's my that best it? guess. That's my best guess. It's not can really you, great. Can we play that? I'm, I'm genuinely curious, and I know people probably heard this before, but I got to go back and play that last like five, ten seconds. Then fly. Or does he mean like I can't fly? I don't know. Whatever. Can we hear it again? Yep. I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself, my own head, the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just what? not. Okay, maybe I, I'm wrong. I have no clue. <laughs> uh, Danny from Bilrica says, the proof is in the pudding. That expression is a shortened version of the old version, which is the proof in the pudding is in the eating. So I'm I, I, genuinely curious. I didn't know that that was the uh, expression. I'm, I'm just, I've never heard it. I've never heard that. If that's that, true, I, I have not heard that once in my entire life. Uh, me either. So I guess it's an old expression. Maybe I should have known it. I, 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 who knows what I could know sooner to my, whatever my age and my years than fly. Does anyone know what that Yeah, I was going to say, all right, smart ass Danny, explain this last one. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that, that's just one of the moments or one of the answers. The, the question was about his mental state and the answer was totally indecipherable. <laughs> I don't think I, when they couldn't walk that one back because they, they couldn't make any sense of it to begin with. So they couldn't uh, do the uh, spin that one, but uh, I, right. anything else from, from that, any other leftovers from that mess of a, uh, of an interview from Sunday night. There's 10 seconds left in this video. I don't know if you want to just play it. Oh, good. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's finish it up because you know, he's got me convinced. I had my doubts about his mental state, but I'm coming around. Uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of, there's not things I don't do now that I did before, whether it's physical or mental or anything else. 
he, he, he genuinely believes that he's in good shape. Yeah. Cause he's, you know, I guess not fat and he has his fake hair, I guess, or whatever. He genuinely believes good shape, huh? <laughs> what? Watch, watch <laughs> pretty good shape. Yeah. But uh, Danny, Bul- Danny from Bulrica doesn't have an answer on that one. He wonders if a Spanish fly. That, <laughs> oh God. That, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that accomplished that interview accomplished what they had hoped it would accomplish, but. All right, let's uh, let's get to our uh, wrap up of a big NFL weekend. And as I said yesterday, the Patriots won, but it was not a good weekend for the Patriots. The Dolphins won in dramatic fashion. Tua is like player of the week, player of the month. Tua just had a spectacular game and uh, appeared to have great chemistry. Their coach, I believe, these uh, uh, Mike McDaniel as as looks like a genius so far. They put up sixty two points. In two weeks, uh, they are clearly the second best team in the division. The best team, the Buffalo Bills, if you missed it last night, smoked the Tennessee Titans 41-7. to In two weeks, the Bills have beat the defending Super Bowl champs and last year's number one seed in the East by a score of 72-17. to Josh Allen looks spectacular right now. Looks very comfortable. Uh, Stefan Diggs had like um, you know, 12 catches, a great touchdown catch. The place was rocking. I know it's always been a good atmosphere, but if you were watching uh, uh, the game up there in Buffalo, it, it just felt like, man, that something is going on up there. They are going to run away with the division. They're going to win the AFC uh, regular season, have the top seed, then have two home games in that stadium in the dead of winter. And then they get to the Super Bowl. That's it. You remember how it was when new England used to have a really easy road to the Super Bowl, get that number one seed, get the two home games, get some banged up opponent coming to town. That's what's going to happen with the Buffalo bills. They are going to the Super Bowl. I'm more convinced than ever after two weeks. And hopefully they play the bucks, the, the Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay, uh, the Brady bucks, Brady gets Wednesdays off now. Did you see that? He's, he's taking Wednesdays off for the regular season. He just makes his own hours. Couple therapy. He's, he's 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 got he works less than than Biden. They just signed Cole Beasley, who I didn't even notice was not with the Bills anymore. The Bills are so loaded. You don't say whatever happened to Cole Beasley because they got so many other weapons. Uh, but uh, they signed him to the practice squad. Expected to join the team. He's going to be wearing uh, number, oh, I don't know. Can he wear number 11? And he's going to be in the slot, and he's going to be making those catches that Julian Edelman and Wes Welker used to make for Brady. He gets another weapon. That will be a spectacular Super Bowl. Bucks, Bills, that's what I'm rooting for. The Bills are a blast to watch. Last night disappointed me because it was over, you know, by whatever, halftime. They just completely dominated last year's number one seed. They look unstoppable. I know they play the Chiefs at the Chiefs in October, mid-October, which will be huge. But, you know, they can afford to lose a game or two and still get the top seed, and then they get that easy road to the Super Bowl. And it'll be fun. They're, they're fun to watch. Josh Allen is a blast to watch. And uh, as far as we know, that uh, that DB, Dane, what's his face, uh, who got – Badly hurt, we, as far as we know, is uh, moving his extremities. Yeah. We think. He's moving his extremities. He hits by uh, his own that, guy. That was, yeah, that was the only, uh, you know, uh, that, that was the only uh, tough, tough moment for the Bills last night. But we think 
we think he's uh, moving at least. He was taken off in an ambulance. Everybody was somber and crying and praying. A lot of people that showed in the audience were praying. We think he's uh, doing okay, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm not got updated, but anyway, we will. I, yeah, you know what? I missed last night the Manning cast. Why were the Mannings on? They just do some weeks. They don't do every week. There was no Manning cast last night for the game which was uh, disappointing because I, I, I love when those guys are on and goof around and get drunk. Uh, but, uh, and the other game was a blowout too. So I was looking forward to a good night of football and it was kind of over before it started. The Eagles look pretty damn good too. But anyway, we will leave it there. Anything else, Ironhead? Uh, nothing major. Just um, the Fauci, Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, the... Yeah, UK ch- people chanting fuck you to Joe Biden as he drove by. Yeah, why don't we finish with that as Biden pulls out, leaves the funeral in the beast. Uh, it is amazing. Just to, just for this whole, these two old people to go to a funeral, we have to send Air Force One and other planes that carry the beast and SUVs and all kinds of Secret Service people so we can spend an hour. He showed up late. He left as soon as it was over. He didn't go to the, the cemetery, whatever else they had, the after party. And went right home. But this is Joe Biden leaving Westminster Abbey with Jill yesterday. And uh, this is the reaction he got from the folks uh, on the side of the road there in London. You're going to work on their cadence. You know, that... It's, it's amazing. He's like stuck in traffic. That's the president of the United States. You can see him through the window stuck in traffic. Haven't they seen any of those movies like London's falling or there's a part where they try to kill the president or blow up the, you know, blow up big Ben. I mean, I guess it went off without a hitch. They pulled it off. It was an amazing week, week plus long funeral. And, uh, they, they pulled it off without a hitch and, uh, just, uh, Add to my enjoyment, they put the Bidens in the in the in the cheap seats, which was pretty funny. But that will do it for today. Thanks to everyone for watching, listening, and commenting. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Cat. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. The Mass GOP stands on the side of the taxpayer, on the side of parents, and on the side of law enforcement. If your priorities align with ours, we need you to get out and vote Republican. Go to massgop.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution.